Hello everybody, my name is Nima Dhuji and uh, I think I'm recording this podcast uh, because we are going undergoing the second day of our lockdown. So I'll be basically uh, talking zone English mix just to convey the message properly. I think this is the second day that we are having a lockdown and uh, right now I am in a very secure location uh, to talk about myself. I am in one of the remote places where the transmission may be possible but like the probability is very less. So uh, there are a couple of things that I think uh, I should share to you people what I feel right now or maybe I should uh, keep recording this one even though there is nobody listening. Uh, see, our king have done a lot. Our ministers, our lynching, and I think all the government officials held and uh, all the volunteers, phone liners, they have done an amazing job. Despite that, this thing happening in our country, I think uh, this is really sad. But uh, we cannot even blame the patient that have actually had a COVID-19 positive outside of the quarantine. Um, because like this is not a blame game, you know. And we cannot uh, even blame her also. Because like she have gone through all the procedures. She have been recovered. She have been uh, like not even like uh, she's not even a patient, you know. She completed uh, 21 days and uh, this happened and we can understand that she really wanted to meet her parents. That's why she went down in Gelifu, met her parents. So this is something that is so casual and uh, there's nothing wrong in what she have done. Now, and I'm sure that uh, whatever uh, or whomever she have contacted with, it's definitely going to be negative. Uh, it's for sure because there is no negative intention, nothing. I can feel the positive vibe from this and uh, I'm sure that nobody is uh, infected. And, or, or, or should I say, let's be positive, right? And uh, the sad thing, uh, right now I, I have actually uh, listened to the BBS radios and even followed some of the media of our country, especially the Bhutanese and uh, the quincel and i found out uh, that one of a male candidate 25 years old male in fencing who is uh, have been serving our country so well you know unloading the loads that has been coming in from india and uh, sadly that he is uh, i think he is infected with covid-19 actually sar covid 2 now that's really sad again and I've also come to know that uh, he have uh, right now contact tracing has been done and there are 183 people uh, that have uh, close contact with him, right? So these things are happening right now and uh, I think there are a lot of things that we have to keep in our mind in this kind of situation. Now there's a possibility that there will be some other infection happening down there in fencing, I, I, I'm a little bit uh, nervous about the situation in fencing right now. That there are a lot of people out there, the people are usually crowded, and uh, there have been a lot of uh, trucks, loaders coming in from the outside country. And uh, we cannot say, though we are so strict and uh, we have been following the procedure and um, the instruction given by the health ministries, 
and there are RST people who have been looking after it very very cautiously even then there is a possibilities you know that uh, the covid-19 may happen so sadly it happened but right now what i'm concerned about is uh, there are like a certain concern that i wanted to share to you people since this is lockdown and we do not know what is going to happen right uh, i thought when the, the covid-19 was uh, in our country for the first time not in the country in the world for the first time and it was not in the country that time and i was in a college some college of education doing master education so there uh, i kept all my things down there you know i took only a bag thinking that ah it's going to be just for a week so i was complacent i came here uh, at my place and uh, see i'm still here it has been like 6 uh, months now and i'm still here Six months. I I don't know approximately six months. So we are still here right now, right? My clothes are maybe it's all full of fungus, but I'm not concerned about that one. It's okay, fine, doesn't matter. Now the things that I'm concerned right now is uh, what is happening. What's going to happen if the lockdown prolongs? First of all. our health ministries our health uh, officials the ministry of health the linchin everybody have given a very very uh, doing a very wonderful job right now producing all the numbers emergency numbers if there's uh, elder people living with you how to grade the medications everything is there now my concern is not uh, with what uh, is going to happen Uh, what is happening right now my concern is what will happen if the lockdown prolongs number one i'm really concerned about child abuse you know i'm really concerned about the child abuse now we never know especially uh, a lady child you know a girl uh, the girls uh, and even a boys also they are living there's a possibilities of physical abuse there are possibilities of sexual abuse there is a possibilities of uh, you know other abuses uh, physical mental abuses uh, there's a possibilities of that one now i just want uh, to pray that this do not happen one thing you know that is like uh, child abuse do not happen this is something that i'm really concerned with before also there were like a lot of uh, reported case uh, no the, the, the thing that you're hearing right now is not a child abuse by the way that's my neighbor a child is a little bit uh, uh what do you call uh wanted to go outside so mom is saying don't go so maybe they're having some kind of conversation regarding the tv channel <laughs> uh so i'm really concerned about that one and number two is uh, domestic violence you know especially husband and wife staying together whole day and uh, they are first of all mentally uh, retarded mentally tired i mean not retarded mentally tired and it has been so long that you people are not listening uh so long that you are going undergoing this uh, lockdown period there is no food in the fridge and uh, wife and husband having an argument between one another and you are not doing this i'm not doing this i think this is the situation that's so critical where you do, both lovers and uh, husband has to be uh, what do you call like um, cooperating with one another you know i at least be thankful that like you guys are spending time together i think that's something 
I don't know what to say, but like be thankful for having you people together. That that's what I want to say. And the third one is that uh, mobile addiction. I think we are now so much into visual addiction. First, it can be TV. Another one, games. I myself is playing a lot of games nowadays. Mobile Legend is one of the games that I've been playing time and again. I'm not advertising it, but this is one game that I've been playing. And I've been also watching couple of uh, online courses, a couple of TVs I do watch. But uh, more than TVs, I'm doing online courses right now. Coursera. Uh, Coursera, I'm doing a Coursera that is sponsored by uh, Department of Labor and Human Resources. I think it, it, it is already announced in some of the medias and uh, it was even in social medias. I think you got it. So I'm so much constantly in touch with uh, the visual and, and I, I can feel the effect uh, myself. I can feel the eye strain, sometimes getting migraine and this is something that I'm concerned about myself. I'm I'm also used to playing Mobile Legion, sometimes two to three hours, cons- you know, continuously, consistently. So this is something that I'm bothered about. Now, it's happening to me. I'm an adult and I'm well informed about what is bad and what is wrong. So, but even then I'm having this kind of situations now at home there's a possibilities of the small child getting uh, this kind of situation so you can understand right so parents i think instead of letting your child play mobile for seven to eight hours every day i think it's the responsibilities of you as a parents to read and uh, you know especially i really like uh madam chador who is uh, an author of La Ama and a couple of books, you know, Dema. I think I read that one as as well. So I heard uh, and I saw her making her, not making, I think, encouraging and motivating her sons and daughters to read. I think this is one thing that we can do. And I think it's also a beautiful time of uh, storytelling, you know, parents telling stories to their sons and daughters. But uh, the mom and dad should know the stories, by the way. You cannot cook up the stories. So you can have a good chit-chat with your kids. Yes. And uh, the third one is, of course, uh, uh, we have already known that there is a dropout of students after this, uh, what do you call like... Um, now, after this uh, COVID-19 breakup and uh, when the students of class 10, 12, when they were called back to the schools, it has been found that there are a lot of students, especially female students, dropping out of the school. Some few, some uh, they got married, some uh, they felt like their importance is more in the village than in the school. Some, wanted, some are working and uh, some are, you know, because of the health problem, some are physically ab- uh, abused. That's why they do not come back to the school. So I'm also more concerned what if the number rises instead of decreasing. Of course, the government cannot reach each and every one. That's why the responsibilities of individual is coming here. So I want everybody to think about it and uh, you know, especially the generation there, you may see that if you like, uh, especially the ladies out there, and even the boys, uh, uh, those who are in class 12, 10, 
you know, who feel like they know enough to get married and settle their life. You may find it so beautiful right now, but I'm telling you what, this is not the right time. You may feel like that person or whoever you are dating or, you know, having a relationship with is perfect and is going to give you the world that you deserve. I think it's not the right time right now, seriously. Uh, so please take care of yourself i think these are some of the concerns that i am really concerned with and that's not letting me sleep sometimes so i hope everybody is doing good and wonderful and um, if you are away from your parents please do call them and let them know that you are doing well and be sure that they are also doing good otherwise like there are a lot of hotlines that has been provided by ministry of education uh, ministry of Finance, Ministry of uh, every ministry is actually, and by the government, I think this is the responsibility of individual. Instead of being so pessimist and so uh, negative, I think it's, this is the time where we be positive of one another and uh, play your role. You know, this is the time where we really, really ask ourselves not what country can do for you but what you can do for the country so i think uh, the best thing is stay home stay safe no violence and uh, talk on social medias and uh, be positive thank our king we have a prime minister wonderful prime minister and we also have a lot of ministers right now who are working so hard our government our frontliners our health our teachers have been also doing an amazing job. We also have um, the official day soups army. So I think we are so fortunate to be in this country. And uh, please don't play. Let's not blame game, but let's stay united. And I know, you know what? When I was in one of the places, uh. Uh, there was one wise man who said, like, nothing is permanent in this world, you know. Even this bad struggle, even this bad struggle, this is going to go away one day. So this is the time where we get, yeah, where we be united, where we love one another and uh, come out of the situations. With this, uh, I pray that... I can already see that COVID-19 going away from our country and we people are so happy and uh, enjoying the bliss of Kenchusum, Nadagabo and Shum Jasam. Okay then, you take care and always be happy and I'm going to call, I'm going to, you know, come again with this uh, broadcast and uh, see ya. Take care.